This is my therapy. I got a family to consider. Does it make you question their integrity? There are no bands anymore. I don't like this idea. A look of almost awe. We're gonna leave in five minutes. It's not funny. Bro, you are like the best father ever. No, you can't even say anything. It's my podcast. It's over. Thump, thump, thump. Went the foot on the floor. He played a few chords and then he sang some more. I got the weary blues. I can't be satisfied. Got the weary blues. I can't be satisfied. I ain't happy no more. And I wish that I had died. And far into the night he crooned that tune. The stars went out and so did the moon. The singer stopped playing and went to bed while the weary blues echoed through his head. He slept like a rock or a man that's dead. (laughs) Yeah, I sat here quiet the whole time and listened to my brother do that. What a good brother I am. I give him I the, uh, I, a wide berth, bro. Wide berth. Right. I let you steer the ship. Angston Hughes, ladies and gentlemen. Weary Blues, copyright 1925. I hate when you say that. Who cares? Just say it, and no one cares. We weren't red, though, are we? We were red, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. We've been red for like uh, five minutes already. We didn't even do the intro yet. I know, we're like Tarantino on this thing. Oh, I like it. We're going backwards. I like it a lot. But I'll just cut it the right way. Today, I called my brother, and I was like, hey, I got to take John to his driver's ed thing at 6.15. I'll come pick you up, and we can just sit in the car and like listen to music for like an extra 45 minutes mm-hmm. to kind of like pre-pro for the, the thing. And I was just looking for like an extra hour of like Mike and Chris time. And uh, it didn't uh, come out because Chris also has a family that's busy. He's got three kids too. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Joe Ryan just re-entered Joe's garage. Yeah, and he's turning off the fan. Thank you, Joe. Here in beautiful Grass Alley Studio. And I was just looking for, like, more time to spend with you. Like, I kind of like sitting in the car and, like, just listening to tunes with you. It's fun. And you just, like, we talk about the tunes or we, like, listen to old podcasts or we, like, when we're in the car together, I like it. i much rather have us both drive together to practice. But we are, like, we live so close. We live, like, three blocks away. We still drove two cars. Yeah. Or like, you know how I know you're gay? not efficient over here. But my brother also had a kid that had to go somewhere. Where did May have to go? She went to Gaelic Park to Irish dance class. Oh, you went all the way to 147th? Oh, yeah. Bro, you are like the best father ever. And we listened to some old Irish tunes on the way out there. That's oh. like my favorite thing now, like with, with May driving with her friends, she'll pick songs to put on the, the radio and like sing along a little bit. 
And at one point, we were listening to, uh, this is embarrassing, Machine Gun Kelly Paper Cuts. Ooh. And I was air Hot drumming. track. Is that on Saturday Night Live already? Probably not. But I was air drumming, and uh, Cammy in the back seat was like, Mr. Sazowitz, Mr. Sazowitz, are you okay? <laughs> like she like thought I was having a seizure or something. I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm just air drumming while driving with one hand. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, you had to drive some. I had to pick up a kid the other day from basketball, and it was whatever. But uh, as soon as we got in the car, my son Joseph said, um, Dad, don't be weird and be like, you want to be in my podcast? So, like, our podcast is like a punchline still again. Yeah, with your family. With my family. Because they know that we're doing this. And there was only six votes on the podcast Oh, yeah, what are the results on the poll? Mike or Chris? Well, I think it was Mike. Because you told me that your family couldn't figure out how to get to the the vote. (laughs) You have to go to Spotify. They did. Well, you have to go to the app. It's got to be on the app. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. Yeah, I yeah, should make it harder. But I, I'm going to say it was you like, won, I, there though. was six Mike votes. Mike was the favorite golden boy. Wait, well, oh yeah, the question was, <laughs> who is your favorite golden boy? And the options were Mike or Chris. And Mike got 66%. Okay. Congratulations, Michael. Yeah. You are the favorite With golden boy. With six votes. How many times did you vote? I voted one time for myself. And then I like told my son, Joseph, it's like, uh, we'll t- I'll take you to five and below. But you before we go... You have to get everyone to get voted. Go to every phone in the house and make sure they go to Spotify and vote for their dad. Oh. See, so there's so only six. My five family. It was definitely and impartial. You. That's it. Yeah. It was impartial, definitely, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got a couple jokes for you. You want to hear a joke? Uh, only if it makes me feel uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, maybe not. How many. How many indie hipsters does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. How many? It's an obscure number. You probably haven't heard of it. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I thought you were going to be uh, grabbing for one of those uh, buttons. Mm-hmm. Good, but you were we just reti- grabbing we for... We retired those. My yeah. old pile. Your old style. We, I got a 12-pack of cold cans from Kenwood's Liquor on Cicero. Mm-hmm. No, um, yeah. On Cicero. Yeah, they got the crazy lighted sign. Yes. They're like alcoholism. Yeah, they they did good. When I went up to the cashier, she was ordering food from her for herself from the taqueria, like three doors down, and she told the taqueria, put a fresh cup of coffee on for me. Because I'm gonna go down there and like grab coffee because I like your coffee. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then when it was I waited patiently because I Understood. That is the most important phone call of the day, is your food. Yes. What are you having for lunch? That's very important. Exactly. Uh, pro tip. Ding, 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 ding. Is on a recording session, is the lunch is the most important thing. Get that thing tight, mm, and you'll have food. a good session. Yeah, get that thing ready to go. Everyone gets what they want. Make sure that thing is perfect. And the uh, the session will go a lot better. Yeah, this podcast, though, speaking of going places, is going nowhere. Yeah, because we only have six votes. I know. That's what it's like. Why do it? Let's just use our time to play music. Let's be done. Let's be done. But I'm yeah. going to tell you why you're feeling this way, Chris. Is because we, this is our fourth one in a row. Every Thursday, 
and uh, we're like running out of like gas. We don't have any more like uh, creativity because we've just been pounding it out every week. Bang, 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 bang. So that's why you're having a little lull right now. Do you feel it? No, you I obviously just, do because you want to stop. Feel like, I feel like you have it, and you're just like pushing it on with our meager notes and nothing related to talk about that has anything to do with music. All right. Well, here's something that has in with music that I'm going to steal my brother Slender here because he was going to talk about this first, but I'm going to talk about it first. Is uh, Jawbreakers playing, and they're doing the 25th anniversary of the Dear You album, which is a very good 90s classic. Correct. And uh, I'm very impressed with I've bought it on many different platforms, iTunes and on vinyl. And uh, my wife likes it a lot, so it's like very, you know, that's in the rotation because when she's happy, you know, I'm happy too. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about, you have tickets? Which yeah, show is I'm it? Going, Where is it at? I'm going Friday night. It's at House of Blues in Chicago, April 15th. I and have also playing. bought tickets, but I will probably not be going because I'll be working. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a for sure. And uh, but my wife is going, and she's looking for a like compadre to yeah. go with. She has like a few. Yeah, we're going. Julia bought the tickets. Band manager Julia bought the tickets for the Friday night show. She got six tickets. Did she buy the VIP up in the box? I don't know if it's VIP, but it's it's far away. It's like in the balcony balcony seats but they're playing with built to spill and smoking popes it should be awesome it should be really good good show and house of blues yeah. all of them the chicago ones is that's the only place they're playing no they're playing all over new york oh no no! but in chicago that's the only one they're doing yeah four nights yeah or three nights good on the buyer to get it because as soon as they announced they were doing these big cities one show four or five shows got added at every city very impressed with the marketing of Jawbreaker. And they're like uh, catching the wave of nostalgia. I'm very impressed with it. I'm their sure managers they, are really good. Their, uh, their buyers are good, too. Yeah, I'm sure they appreciate that. The Golden Boys love them. Uh, hey, <laughs> talk about uh, the text that we got from uh, Joe Bertoletti. No, that's lame. We've no. already talked about that like three times. Bro, that is no. like with... In what we're talking about, we're talking about Jawbreaker coming. Me and my brother and my cousins went to see Yeah, we Nirvana. talked about this twice already on the podcast. Well, we're going to talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, and Jawbreaker opened. Okay, cool story. And then one night, what it year was it? The other night, nobody cares. They already heard it. All right. Well, we, they didn't you get story. a text from. Your, so, yeah, your and cousin? that's news. I got the text from my cousin. Why would that be important on the podcast? Because he does it. He's part of. He's played with us yeah. in the Golden Boys. I have a lot of connections. How many more connections do you want me to get? Yeah, I just don't think that's new material. I think it's you're just dredging up old stuff because because you don't really care about this podcast either. Oh, I hate you. You don't. Yes, I do care about it. No, I don't. do. Hey, remember all my rants about you just wanted uh, to restrictive pop up your own ego. Restrictive <laughs> criticism, that's like my passion, and I don't like when people restrict me. Are you restricting me now? Or you're, you're just like nagging yeah, me. Yeah, I'm you're just like saying it's over, like mean dude. to me. I don't like this. I'm just saying it's over. It's run its course, just like the buttons, just like our sound effect buttons. We've done our thing. We're retiring now, the podcast. I think so. 
Hey, we had the question on the podcast that said, do you want us to stop yeah, doing and it? The and the same it, thing. You the enlisted. vote was the vote, so we have to keep doing it. <laughs> okay, so you want to do another vote people. this week and then see if we'll get it, the real vote? Yeah, let's keep putting that up there until they say no. And then they we'll say stop. no. I got an. I do have a topic just to get you off of whatever, whatever weird kick you're on. You're the one on the weird kick. Yeah, that's true. But Neil Young, did you hear about this? Yes. What is it then? That he's pulling his music from Spotify because Joe Rogan put like uh, in, in bad information out about coronavirus. Yeah, he said basically you can have Neil Young or you can have Joe Rogan. He takes his stuff off of all kinds of stuff all the time. He's a crazy person. Yeah, and, and I mean, like it's it's one thing to do it for personal reasons or that's like you don't agree with the platform, but to then say that they can't put this other content on the He's platform just because they're on the same platform. from way back in the day. He wants to just like not be against the man. He's like, And he's oh, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's Canadian. He's <laughs> very good. He's written like thousands of songs. So Spotify sided with Joe Rogan and they took Neil Young stuff off. And now all the other platforms are like, oh, come listen to us on Tidal because we have Neil Young, you know. Right. Yeah, because hey, nobody has Joe Rogan except Spotify. I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. I listen. You to Joe. are? Yeah, I do. I listen to Joe. Rogan. He's a funny comedian. He's a comedian. When he, he's funny. Comedians are. I like to listen to him. All my podcasts are comedian podcasts. Yeah, and I do. I have. He's like, a comedian. I, I do like have him. a soft spot for like that style. He's of telling jokes, like shock jock kind of thing, like Bill Hicks. You he's know, Howard Stern has no filter. Is better. But now people, that's the, that's their news. That's where they get their information. And, and does that mean just because he's so popular that he's a higher level of responsibility to have the right information? He has the right information. Joe Rogan has the right information. Well, that's, that's what no, you just said? No, he doesn't have the right information. <laughs> but, hey, I'm just saying I'm a fan, okay? And I like to listen to it. it it's fun to listen to. When he has like Ari Shapir mm-hmm. on, it's really good. And when he has Mark Norman on, it's the best. So you're. On, it's just like our podcast, too. Mm-hmm. It's not that much different than what we're doing right now. <laughs> it's a, right. Yeah. Chris, it's a world when apart. Joe Rogan gets on the podcast, uh, they are drinking, they're smoking weed, they're smoking cigars. We don't smoke cigars. That's the only difference. It's okay. Like, I'll give you that. That is we're true. We're doing the same thing. And just having a just good time. Just nobody listens to us. Yeah, nobody listens to us. But I'm just drawing like a, a parallel to what Joe Rogan does and what we do. It's a fucking podcast. We make a podcast too. So We spread misinformation as well. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's like, true. We have a podcast network called GBN. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's <laughs> not there. No, we haven't put anything out there yet. <laughs> we don't even have the website. So we went over the good news, that Jawbreaker 20th, 25th anniversary. I have some bad news for you, though. Kid Rock released a new song, We the People. <laughs> it features the chorus, Let's Go Brandon. Do you know what that is in reference to? Yeah, it means what? FJB. Yeah. I've seen a bumper sticker in our neighborhood. And, uh, yeah, there's flags said, in our neighborhood. I said, hey, guys, look at this uh, bumper sticker on this, you know, F two fifty heavy duty, and, and the then testicles Christine's in the, the back. back seat, and I say it says F J B. What does that mean? John didn't know, Joe didn't know, Christine didn't know, and I had to tell him what it was. And as soon as I said what it was, Christine was like, 
that's probably like a overweight white guy driving that truck. Um, She's probably right. And we sped up and looked at the guy. Well, it was exactly what it was. <laughs> it was an overweight white guy that had an FJB on his. Yeah, um, but it, the, it, it comes from heavy like a, duty. a political rally where they were chanting F Joe Biden and the newscaster misheard them because there was somebody named Brandon, like it was also at the rally. I think it wasn't was like, a oh, rally. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. I think it was a NASCAR show. Oh, it could have been a NASCAR See, misinformation. Race. Right there. Just like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the, um, like with, with Kid Rock, you know, it's the same thing that Neil Young is trying to have a stance. He's trying to be political with his music and his art. And Kid Rock's doing the same thing, just in a different direction. Or do you view them as one has true value as an artist and the other does not? You got a real complex question here. Yeah. Thank you so much for What's ad- your asking me this question. This is a good question. Okay, I think right off the top of my head that Neil Young is just, uh, he wants to stir the shit pot. So he's like trying to like stir things up because that's kind of like what the hippies did back in the day. They just stirred shit yeah. up. Cultural so revolution. That, he's not doing anything uh, that he has not done before. Okay. And then your uh, Kid Rock mm-hmm. uh, parallel. Kid Rock is uh, trying to capitalize ah. on the very popularity of the uh, F. Joe Biden and uh, do it. It's very smart as an artist to do that. He's a very smart artist. He does this kind of shit all the time. Okay, I got a. I have a tweet from. Def- I like both of them I, so hard. You, who did I like? I like Kid Rock, and who was the other guy? Neil Young. I like. I both. I like both yeah. of them. I like. I like the way they're doing both of their things. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to have to quit the podcast because we're just going to get canceled now. Why? Because I like everybody. <laughs> I'm a very positive person. But the quote, a tweet from Death Metal Viking in regard to the Kid Rock was, Kid Rock is the musical equivalent of a cigarette soaking in a urinal. Quote of the week. Uh, quote of the week. I think I'm going to try to pull a quote of the week real quick here. Uh, you know, our man Meatloaf passed. Yes. I'm going to go a little dark. Uh, Meatloaf passed. And there was a, a lot of stuff like about like the music business didn't like uh take him seriously or like it was like this big giant guy he's not going to be a star no one's going to put any money behind him it's like you're crazy he this is not like how the music business works Mm -hmm. and so like uh on his wikipedia page like uh the like top comment was like your name meatloaf my dude what what that really was your yeah, quote of the week? That's the quote of the week. You're meatloaf, my. You named yourself meatloaf, my dude. It was like the, meatloaf. That's the name that's gonna get you like famous. It's just that he did his thing. I respect him so hard. I love <laughs> meatloaf. I, I can't believe that he got he sold it like all those records. One of those records sold like twenty five million records. Sixty five million records. Sixty five million sold records. Wor- crazy. Worldwide. Bad Out of Hell, 1977. Stayed Ugh. on the charts for nine years. Oh, my god! And gosh. still sells 200,000 units every single year. Ugh. Joe Ryan I, at, the, at the council. The older neighbor kid, like the teenager Can you get him on the mic? when I was little, he uh, played the shit out of that song. 
Yeah. So we had it on cassette. We had it on record. We had it on CD. We we bought it on uh, iTunes. That was the age where you like they're going to second base. Mm. Oh, you yeah. knew what that meant. Oh, yeah. You're learning about sex yeah. from meatloaf. Meatloaf. But the name origin is pretty. There's a couple of different stories. The one was that when he was born, he was born really like all bright red, and he stayed that way for days. And his dad said he looked like nine pounds of ground chuck. <laughs> and he convinced the hospital staff to write meat right on his crib. Oh, my gosh. So from birth, so from he, birth was, he was, he was meat. meatloaf. He was meatloaf. But his real name is Michael Lee Aday. Oh, he's a Michael. So ML. It was actually a Marvin, and he changed his name to Michael. But ML. Oh, so, oh he liked Michael. Then. So in high school, he played football, and they called him ML for Michael or Marvin Lee. And then when his coach was pissed at him one day, he was like, fucking meatloaf. And then, and then everybody called him that. Oh, so it really started in high school. Yeah, and that was when Very good he ran with it. I podcast think. information, Chris. I'm uh, impressed. But the, the sad end of that story, though, is he died of COVID. And one of his quotes of the week was, if I die, I die. But I'm not going to be controlled. And I'm not going to get the vaccine. Yeah. And he died. Ugh. And now, and now Howard Stern is like trying to get his family to use his death as like a rallying cry to get vaccinated. What do you feel about that? Because his, in his life, he gave his life literally for his message. And now Howard Stern wants his family to like change that and say like, oh no, he, he should be a lesson to get vaccinated yeah. and be controlled. Well, now you're really making this podcast sound like a Joe Rogan podcast where we're talking about COVID and stuff. Let's like spin it back to the no, music. No, give me the answer. Then you can spin it back. I'm not mad at Howard Stern for trying to do that, but uh, he's kind of doing the right thing. But and you're I, right; it's I, not I what he was meat, into. It. But that's not what he was into. Yeah, but me. Sometimes, right before people die, they go down some crazy rabbit holes, and you can't get them out. Mm-hmm. When I was at the liquor store buying this old style, uh, a regular came in, and the the cashier lady was like. Hey, Donnie, what's up? Why are you so dressed up? And he said, I was at a funeral. My friend died, 62 years old, had a heart attack. And he was buying like a 12-pack for him mm-hmm. and his buddies to like, you know, drink after the wake part. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. 62 is pretty young. I mean, I, I think if I get to 62, I think I'd be pretty good. No, you you got yeah, you want 62 more than that, don't you? is pretty good. I mean, I'm working for a long time, bro. That, that means you won't even get to retirement. You'll work until you die. That's your plan. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I just keep working. I guess if you're you know on tour, the rock and roll show might might as well work till you die. Yeah, keep doing the shows. All right, I got a couple other jokes. That was real dark with 62. It'd be okay. I think there's a little low. I think like you got to be in like 82, 92, and be like, hey, all right, let me take a nap. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I can. <laughs> 62 years is enough mic for me. No, yeah. I, just <laughs> I wrote a song, but I can't read music, so I don't know what it is. That was my joke. That's funny. All right, one more. Hey, Mike. Yeah, Chris. What do you call it? When you drop a piano down a mine shaft, F minor, A flat minor. Oh yeah, <laughs> so almost got it. Almost, almost got, got it. it. So hey. my girlfriend left me because of my obsession with Lincoln Park, but in the end, 
it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Chris, now you're just being like weird. <laughs> you got any more on that? <laughs> no, not really. No, no. I, I have a... I have a reference to uh, Bill Hicks, but that's really dark. Hey, I uh, thought, like, you know, like, we've been doing these Thursdays, and, uh, you know, when we come here, we, like, you know, drink some beers and have a good time, and then, like, maybe, like, on Friday, you might not be, like, the best for, like, work, you know, because it's Thursday, and I thought, like, uh, you know, like, if your boss is giving you a hard time, like, you'd be, like, Thursday's for music, Friday's for your wife. Saturdays for your girlfriend, and Sundays for Jesus. <laughs> what? That's that, what I was that, thinking about today. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that seems like a good. I could if I had that set up, that would be good. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, Thursdays. So you just music, admitted you're cheating on your wife. Fridays for mm-hmm. the wives. Good. Okay. Saturdays for the girlfriends. You, you it's really, kind of good fellas, right? You, yeah, that's exactly. Sundays for Jesus. You think you're good fellas. Which total uh, makes total sense yeah. to me. And I just watched this movie, a classic. I had to order a DVD to get this movie, Flamingo Kid. Oh, hell yeah. Some Matt great, Dillon. Yeah, Matt Dillon, and he's like Real 18 years old. Oh, that. so great at soundtrack. I love this movie. There's so many good lines in this movie. Yeah. Jeffrey! <laughs> hey, Jeffrey, don't piss in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> you got him, right? The best line is the whole thing. He's like, the hotshot car salesman that is like owns a dealership, makes tons of money, is like, you know, my brother-in-law, he's like a plumber. And if he really hustles, he gets like 35 a year or something. And then the hotshot car dealer looks at Matt Dillon and is like, that's my barbell at the club. Mm-hmm. Like, you you kind of pulled that off. Right? You, you I think that's so good. The, the best the best line from that movie is when he's talking to his dad and he's like, "Hey, dad, how many potatoes do you think you'll eat before you die?" <laughs> oh my god, I, I love that father son relationship when they go to uh, what's the name? Larry's of fish, any fish you wish. Yeah, it's like a classic uh, New York thing. It's like so good. Long Island, yep. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the movie. I tried to uh, bring the DVD over to my parents' house and let them watch it because this movie that yeah, we watched but together. Nobody has a, DVD players. They had a DVD oh, player, okay. and I got it to get onto the screen, but I couldn't get the sound to work. Yeah, can't do it without. Sound. It did. It was it so worked. So I have to like bring over the Xbox and like get it to work for them. I was so mad. I hate when like you can't get. This shit to work. It's like, why isn't this working? Please. Yeah. It's just the HDMI isn't that your job out of the too? fucking like the DVD into the TV. I'm like upset about it. Yeah. I can see that being frustrating because that is your job to do that for a stage show. You can't yeah. figure out how to do it on like, TV. Oh. All right. Let's go back into like the news stuff. The LA Times reported, or they did an interview with David Damon Albarn. He's the singer from Blur. You're familiar with them? Yeah. Song number two. Woohoo! Yep. And he's doing some show at, at their concert hall, just like him and, and the piano. And in the interview, he was talking about modern music and how he has no respect for people that don't write their own songs. And he was asked to give an example, and he was like, Taylor Swift. She doesn't write her own shit. She co-writes her stuff. That, that's not writing. 
and uh, obviously it pissed people off, fans of Taylor, and Dolly Parton came to like her defense. Her quote was, co-writing is not the same as songwriting. When you co-write a song, you work just as hard, sometimes harder, because you want to be sure you do your own part. And then she defended Taylor Swift from this blur asshole and uh, I'm got with, in his I'm side. with Dolly and I'm with Taylor about about it. I think old boy over there is doing it. The other like uh, good for business is get into a fight with like the most successful <laughs> singer songwriter of like the last twenty years. Yeah, and still the most current. So the Blur guy, good on you for doing that. I listen to Taylor Swift a lot. I like uh, her uh, folklore. I put that on the other day. We were eating dinner. Guess what we were eating? Chicken Kiev. We were eating fucking steak, bro. <laughs> we had like New York strips and fillets. Melissa cooked them all up for me. But the other thing he said is that he thinks that the modern music is relying on sound and attitude over substance. And like that was his like main point. And then they kind of baited him into giving a name of, of who the he... co-writers. Yeah, and he also bashed the Rolling Stones. Today. He had a really good bash of the Rolling Stones. The best songwriters in the world are like the co-writers. What is the number one songwriter team in the world? Um, McCartney, Lennon, bro. Yeah, that's, okay. a, that's a combo. Yeah. But he was bashing Rolling Stones and referenced them saying, I'm not into how beloved you become of the smell of your own farts. <laughs> saying that the Rolling Stones, who just couldn't let it go and just keep doing the, the same shit over and over. Yeah, yeah. Be, it's hard to bash the Rolling Stones. Yeah. They just are very successful. Yeah. Every single this member gets uh, their, own, their own limo to give them to, from the hotel. They don't share limos. They have their own buses. It's insane. But do you think that, you know, that's kind of what we're doing in here is falling in love with the smell of our own farts? Uh, <laughs> Joe just said, I think you have to if you want to be an artist. And I, that's, I was trying to get you to that point. Where they like, I like what I do or like, I like when, what Warts and all. You, well, have yeah, to, yeah. you have to respect, you know, whatever your output is. Yeah. Well, today at uh, Thursday Night Music Night, uh, I brought my like uh, Bible spiral notebook of the Golden Boys Thursday Night Music Night podcast. It has every date that we've uh, done on it, and uh, we went through every page, and then we like found like uh, old chord progressions that we did, and then we found like Joe Joe Ryan's like pro chord progressions were on some of the dates. And we went through, like, everyone would play, like, a couple of bars of, like, every day that we did for, like, full thing. And yeah. so this is kind of like, you know, we did, we went through our whole history. So maybe this is it. This will be the end. But I think, like, like what that, you said, Chris. Yeah. How does that make you feel when I say, like, it's going to be over with the podcast? I think that's fine because I know we'll still make music together. And that's right, really that's important. more important, right? Like you, uh, you said many times and the last few weeks, let's stop doing the podcast. Let's just play music, which is probably good. And like idea. some of the one of the things that your crewmates said, who cares what we have to say? Like that hit me hard. I mean, bro, who gives the, a shit the, what we have to say? I know what the, because no one does. The jadedness do <laughs> of the guys on the tour bus 
because they've been on it for so long. They're so jaded through the whole thing. They They're everything wise. everything sucks. Yeah, Every, there's no way that they you would everything. ever listen to a song that some you wrote and you sent it to them. There's no way they would ever listen to it. They would be like, I'm not even going to waste my time listening to your bullshit. What you did at the Grass Studios, Grass Alley. The Grass Alley Studio. See, I still can't get it fucking yeah. right. And it's not plural, right, Joe? Just Grass Alley Studio? Yeah, there's only one alley. Yeah, there's one alley. Grass Alley Studios. Uh, not studios. Oh, studio. 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 Uh, one of my things, uh, I listened to the last podcast, and at the intro, uh, it was kind of like a false start because Joe was playing music of uh, you know out of the, stair- the studio speakers, and we were just like starting the podcast. And then uh, Chris started talking, and his microphone wasn't on. And you know what? In a studio, that would be like a very bad reputation if uh, you talked to a microphone and then it wouldn't be on. You turned it down. Uh, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm sorry for giving Grass Alley Studio a bad reputation on saying yes. that your microphone wasn't on. But I really thought it was funny. You can also apologize for saying that it was, you already said, you said it was season four. And we're not even on season four yet. Yeah, and I said it was the first of January. Yeah, we didn't even get the date right. Yeah. You want to try the date right now? Oh, he's got to look at his phone. Fail. Ouch. All right, it's we Thursday, are... January twenty seventh, two thousand twenty two. Thursday night music night podcast. Mike and Chris. I tried to do it without burp belches think, this time. I think it's over. Yeah, without the old style belches, so we can have the intro and then it's over. Welcome to the Thursday Night Music Podcast. It's January 27th, 2022. My name is Michael Sazowitz. With me as always, Chris Sazowitz. Thank you very much. Good night.